from the Vegas Golden Knights, this is SLGND. I'm Dan Duva. Our guest today is William Carrier, an original Golden Knight and the first to land 1,000 hits with the franchise. Flips it out. They got buried by Carrier. Skitters away. Huge hit. Carrier takes his man to the boards. Down goes Landeskog. That one rattled the glass. Coming off a career season, he's already set new career highs in points and goals. Here's William after a loose puck to it, towards the goal, he scores! The Knights take a two to one lead. William Carrier, his 13th of the year, a five game scoring streak. A staple on Vegas's fourth line for five years, Recent games have teamed Carrier with Chandler Stevenson and Phil Kessel. Play Kessel finds Stevenson and then Carrier just pops out back to the front of that all alone. Carrier takes his time and beats Gibson Gloves. Increased offense, Mr. Fix-It, cars, fishing, favorite teammates, and much more. Here's William Carrier with me, Shane, Gary, and Dave. And we are happy to be joined by Will Carrier here on the Sheriff Lawless and Some Guy Named Dave podcast. Will, you know, they, they say about younger players, not that this is your first year in the league, but if you score 25 your rookie year, they come to expect it every year. Are they going to come to expect this from you now that you're up to 14 and counting? Yeah, um, it's been going up since year one, right? So every year is a, is a better year, is a career year. So I think I like the way it's going, obviously. Uh, don't go too high, so next year I don't have to try to beat that. But, uh, no, it's been going uh, well right now. The famous words of uh, Build Your Lego, if you score 30 once, they want 30 the next that's year. Right. If you don't get 30, it's a Yeah, it's, it's high expectation it's the next training year. camp. Yeah, I know that's take, why. And you'd take 30, though, wouldn't you? I, I would take 30 next year. Next, next year. year. Yeah, next year would be perfect. <laughs> that contract year? Contract year. You know, probably get 20 this year, 30 the year sense. after. You know, maybe, uh, yeah, that'd be great. What's uh, What's been the success of it? Uh, is there one thing, a bunch of things that uh, has come? Has just been more opportunity? Because not only have you got 14, but technically looking at the chances you've had this year, you could already be at 20. Yeah, just last game. I think I could have a few there. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's. I think it's just confidence, right? And, you know, you're getting older in the league and you're taking more chances. And um, maybe we didn't have that fourth line where, you know, scored a lot of goals in the past. Um, you know, right now, and I play with Coley and, and Wazi for the most of the year, obviously now having a new line. But, um, you know, we're focused a little bit more on scoring um, than maybe in the past. Why do you think that is? Depends what the team won, right? Uh, I mean, we're more of a checking line. Uh, me and Revo there, you know, they want a little bit more physicality. And, you know, we had some top guys. You know, Carly, you know, scored you know, 43 that first year. So we didn't really need any goals. You know, the roles were a little different. Here it's, you know, they're trying to spread it out a little bit more. And you can you can tell teams in the playoff that have deep runs. Um, you know, they got four line they could score and, and, and produce. So does Bruce Cassidy make that a direct request of you? Does he tell you that straight on? We expect you to score more? No. Uh, not really. I mean, you talk about it. You know, at the end of the year, when you know a year don't work, um, you know, what do you help more and contribute? And um, yeah, you know, a couple of years around those runs where I thought we could get a couple more goals in the playoff, um, and obviously they made a couple move here to, to try to produce a little bit more. And you know, having Wazi and, and Coley there, you know, they they could hit, but they could also um, you know make plays and score. You went into the off season last year, Will. You never want to miss the playoffs, but you had a little extra time. What was your focus? from last off season to get ready for this year and was this part of it do you, did you wanted to try to score more or was that a conscious thought that you had um i was on the ice a lot more maybe that was a big factor there too um i'm at that point where you know 
kind of getting older my body's uh you know I, i'm exactly where i want to be um physically i'm not trying to get any stronger or anything i'm exactly so yeah i was on the ice a lot more doing stick ammo and stuff so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna do the same thing uh next summer you cut your stick down i did yeah i did four inch uh, i'm almost four inch now down from where i was uh to start it i cut like two inch this summer uh slowly um cut it down actually matt ellis um i played in, with him in rochi uh, he played a while ago but he's actually an assistant coach and he told me that it's like the shortest stick you could use and it kind of sticked in my head and i was like all right i got you know a long summer might as well try it out so it didn't have, not four at once. You've kind of in increments, kind of yeah, gone down. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it until I found an old stick down here um, from last year, and you know, compared it, and it was almost. You know, it was, I'm almost four inches shorter um, than what I was last year. And that four inches is a lot. I mean, guys make very small increments to the length. Oh four yeah, inches like, is yeah, one eight, one sixteen is like you know, you, you could feel it. So yeah, four four inches is a lot. It's almost like. Um, it's almost like playing with a mini stick out there. I think I might, I might be shorter than uh, than Margie out there. So yeah, yeah. How does that help? Yeah, um, I, I think guys with with less skills, I would say, uh, it kind of helps. It kind of helps uh, just puck management, puck control. Um, some guys would say it doesn't help uh, for shooting. It kind of gets you away, but um, for some reason, mine's been going pretty well. So um, yeah, it just gives you a little bit more hands. So you know, guys like Stoney use a really good stick, but he's got some great skills and great hands, so he can manage it. I could not play with that stick. <laughs> so do you notice it most around the goal? Where, where do you notice the difference the most? Well, I can't tell people is kind of like using like a lawn stick to try to hit something at the distance. And now you got like a straw, right? It's more easy. You got more control out of it. And, you know, park battles in corners and in front of the net, uh, rebounds, stuff like that. You just get uh, more strength out of it. We'll carry a joining us here in SLG and D. You have such a low stride too. I think, you know, you're, you're low to the ice when you go, especially when you drive around, I can see how that managed. I just wanted to ask Misha Donskoff, assistant coach, you do a lot of drills with him. Has that helped you? A lot this way. Yeah. Um, obviously, the last couple of years, you know, I had some few injuries, obviously, yeah. the way I play. Uh, the injuries come in. So, um, you know, I got to work with Mish a lot. And obviously, it's uh, it's a big part of it, you know, skill work. And, yeah, like you said, I actually, it was actually Paul Stashney's stick. That's actually the stick yeah. I use. And I've been, you know, trying to dial it in a little bit and cut it. And obviously, I have my low stride and trying to try to change the line on it. And, you know, I got a big blade. So, um Hopefully no one copies me because everyone's going to start having hands out there. Did you have to change the lie too as it went shorter? Yeah, um, I mean, from my low stride, right, and yeah. wrapping the parks over, the, the tip kind of lifts a little bit. Yeah. But cutting it too kind of brings it closer to your skate, so it kind of puts it flat, which uh, is good for, like, back and pass and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I kind of wish I knew it sooner. I would have tried it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Team success, Will, you guys, since the break, have have – scored goals in bunches 17 goals in three games what do you make as to where the team's at right now as you go into the you know you're inside the final 30 games of the regular season yeah i mean we got we got four lines rolling um even at the beginning of the year we were playing well but you know we had the we always had one line that was you know lacking or not there and you know the last couple of games the four lines been rolling it's you know it's easy on the coach just putting them out there and everyone's producing everyone's scoring playing well defensively so um yeah, it's a big part of of the grind here till the end, and you know, trying to win every game, every two points right now are, are key for us. You've got your father now. How does that change your uh, your your day to day approach to life? 
Yeah, you got the dad strength. That's what I call. That's what I call it, right? Uh, you don't nap as you know. You don't nap, sleep as well. Steve, a bunch of guys are you know are, are expecting here soon, but you know Phil has a young one, Steve has a young one, so we chit chat about. It. Obviously, when you do get on the road, um, you get a lot more rest. I, it could be part of uh, why we're so good on the road. Guys get get a uh, get there. You know, we're more uh, we're more calm, but um, yeah, it, it you know it changes at home. You're not as much rest. You enjoy fatherhood. I do. Yeah, I do love it. I mean, uh, it, it's it's more great in the summer, right? And in the winter, we're so busy and we're always doing stuff. But in the in the summer, especially last year was a long one. Um, it's great. I mean, you're you're always home. So you like to fish? Do you, have you had your baby out on the boat? Yeah, Stella's been out there a couple of time. Um, she likes going to the beach. She's more like mom. So actually, I changed my bass boat for uh, for like a more family boat. I got like a walleye <laughs> boat right now, which get more used to go to the beach than I than I wish. But uh, yeah, they, she loved. I'm on the on the water now, so it's easy to uh, get home. And, you know, they take a nap in the afternoon, so I I get like two three hours by myself to go out there and fish. And how old now, Will? Uh, three. Uh, she's maybe three uh, in March and uh, fourteen months, uh, fifteen months for Zach. So yeah. yeah, it's it's go it's go by quick. I mean, she was born the day we shut down, right for COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was going to say that yeah. as we were talking the about before day, we came yeah. on the air. Yeah, I was remember it's, it's three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't realize, but it's it's been a while ago. So yeah, they're uh, they're definitely getting old. Yeah. You mentioned dads, uh, Will. We just had the dad's trip, and you know your dad, Andre's. But he's been here for all these dad's trips, and we we had, wouldn't uh, couldn't have one for three years. What do you think you inherited most from your dad? Uh, I mean the good genes, right? Kind of big, strong. <laughs> I don't have to hit the gym as much as as these guys. So um, you know, obviously, but uh, yeah, I mean the background. Uh, he we, we don't talk hockey a lot. Yeah. I mean he played a little bit, but uh, we don't talk hockey a lot. I mean everything that comes from him is more like car related or mechanic or everything else around um and he calls me whenever something breaks down and stuff and we could chit chat about it it's almost like a puzzle right um at that point so we uh we like good puzzle and you know we're scratching our head for a couple hours not knowing what it is you get on facetime with him and try to walk through here huh? yeah how you yeah. Fix yeah it's been a while since i actually found like a really tough project where i have to give him a call but i i used to um you know building cars and stuff and you know i um, used to give him a call a lot was he like that when you were a kid into the mechanical stuff? Oh yeah, we called it a project. Uh, my mom hated it, but you know, the, we were in the garage steady, and I'm I'm in my garage absolutely steady. I got like a park in there for the kids to play in because I'm constantly in there. I got all my my tools in there and everything. So uh, Stella comes in there too and, and have fun with the tools. What, what's your project right now? I don't. I mean, I, I, I'm working on the boat. I always do that um, in the winter. I got two Don Riggers coming. Um, I've been fishing on Lake Mead a couple of weeks ago, and the fish were like 157 feet deep. So, oh. yeah, so I ordered a couple of Don Riggers. Um, they're coming in. So that's going to be my next project here in a couple of days. Do you remember a project that you worked on with your dad, you know, when you were a little boy? Any early memories of that? Um, I built a prelude when I was 17. And, and a couple of days before I left, uh, left to go uh, back to a junior team, I, I blew the engine off um and, and I, I mean you don't make much money right at that time so i was i was, I was all right i got no car for next year so i better i better get into it and he uh, he actually rebuilt it and when i showed up for christmas he uh had a brand new engine and everything so i guess he worked on it he didn't tell me a single thing and i guess he was in the garage uh rebuilding it so this is a honda prelude you had a honda prelude yeah is that correct? yeah on the prelude and I, I i put twin turbos i was really fooling around blew the piston right off right off it was i mean you're young right yeah. you're just trying um so he rebuilt it 
uh, took off the turbo, which was a smart decision. And, uh, and more like a daily driver at that point. Yeah. Dave, Dave's like that. He's very handy. You know what? I'll tell you this. I would call you. Yeah. Dave had yeah, to get, You know what? It's, yeah, the words are out now. A lot of people, I used to just have one customer. It would be Marsha so, but these days I have a lot more customer calling me when something breaks so, down. So seriously, like yeah. you wake up Saturday morning, there's no game, and the phone rings, and who is it? And most recently, who was it, and what did they want? Uh... In March, March is at any time. March, he's got like a. It's got jet speed. Dial. Like like one o'clock in the morning, fire alarm goes off. Instead of calling, I want he calls me. I'm like, why are you calling me? Like, like so, why are you answering? It's well, it's after a game. That one time was after a game, so we're all up, right? We're all up, and he knows I was up, so I actually drove to his place and. Um, it's just far, I mean, his ceilings are like 12. He, does, he I don't think he likes ladder. So, I, I know. I think he knows what the issue is. He just doesn't want to do it. Was it just a, a, the battery was dead? Yeah. Uh, no, I guess he did some uh, construction in it, and you get some, like, uh, and a dust gets in there, and you got to okay. blow it out. So I bring the compressor out and blows it. Like, he'll beep randomly once in a while, right? And I think his wife gets pissed off, and, like, Marchie gets it, so Marchie calls me, you know? So what's the fee for, what's the fee for one of these There's visits? no fee. Marchie's great. Marchie, like, actually – Anything that breaks down, like kid toys or stuff, I, I pick it up and I fix it at my place, and the kids gets it. So it stays at your place. Yeah, it stays at oh, my I place. See. So he gets all my kids get like the really cool toys that I don't make <laughs> enough money to buy, but he buys and they break down. So I, I end up with them. <laughs> so you're like the modern day MacGyver. You can fix. Yeah, pretty pr- much. Fix yeah, it. pretty much. But yeah, lately it's been the coaching staff now knows. So Dave gave me a call, a video coach. Um, that one day where I guess he had two guys trying to fix his, his dryer, but he couldn't. So I went there one day and now all the coaching staff know. So did you fix the dryer? Yeah. But you know, I didn't want to go cause obviously it's a coach, right? You don't want to, I mean, it's a different relationship than yeah. the player, but two guys came over and it's actually uh Petro's uh, old place. So, um, so Petro kind of felt bad about it. So he's like, Hey, well, can you go take a look at it? So I actually ended up going there. Um, it only took like 30, 40 minutes. What but, was wrong with it? I guess I don't know who installed it, but they put the gas pipe too short, and then they put a shutoff valve. So you had like no way of you had to like remove it while the gas was still leaking. So I ended up going downstairs and shutting it at the like the maintenance valve downstairs. But um, it wasn't that. I don't know why he <laughs> called. I don't know who he called. But it's incredible. Carrier's yeah. concierge service. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Is, you got a future. How do you yeah. how do you feel about broadcast calling you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a I got Look, a fan I above my stove. Here's how bad Dave is. He had to call Darren Millard to tack up a screen. There was a screen that you kept falling that's down, how and it limited wasn't limited wow. up right. Okay, and it was crooked. And yeah. then, and here's you see, what like, I don't. I hate doing those easy projects. That's why, like, when Marchie calls me. He called me for his his pool heater wasn't working and his kid was going to have a party. So he gives me a call. I'm like, sure, I'll come. I thought it was going to be like a tough project, bought all the tool. Ended up being the valve. Someone shut off the valve. So I got there and I just turned it and left. Didn't say a word to Marchie. I was like, don't call me ever again for these stuff. What happens, though, is you get you get crap from the people you live with. That's what happens. And then you panic that you can't fix it. So that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, maybe, you know, uh, yeah, I I think it's just a speed dial. Everything <laughs> breaks down. Is, uh, I'm calling Will Widow. He, but he must be a great friend for you to. Like, yeah, and a, he uh, he's got a great wine collection, and oh, and, and whenever we come over, he uh, he opens a bottle. So uh, uh, he's got a great wine collection. Really? So that's the that's yeah. what do you like? Bottom line of it, he's got a couple of Camus that are really nice. So uh, yeah. yeah, he knows right away. I should just have it. He's got a bottle opener ready. I was like, All right, nice Marchie. Has there been any time you've been stumped where you're like, 
damn it, I just can't fix this. That's the only way I call my dad. That, That's <laughs> the only way the dad call comes in and be like, Dad, I, I don't know what I don't know what's going on with this. And but he just he can troubleshoot it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If you got like the electrical diagram and I'll send that to him and he'll be like, All right, did you try that? And like, Yeah, sure. Just walk over and try it. <laughs> and Andre is a musician as well, right? Yeah. I, I did not pick anything of what that. What can he play? Well, I've heard him play the piano. Piano, guitar, uh his guitar. I, he bought me two guitar. I never picked up anything. I, okay. Yeah, it's I, I know a couple of tunes like the basic and everything, obviously from him. But like, no, not not like he does. Can he sing? He could sing. Yeah. He, Can you? He. Oh, I'm not really. No, no. I, mean, I never did it. Right. It's just yeah. I. Um. I just can't do. You know, hours and hours sitting on your chair. I mean, it's not for me. I prefer like the projects and. Does he like? Is does he play in a band ever? Or like he it, used to play in the band growing really? up. Yeah, growing up. But obviously, there's you know there's not much future when you, I mean you gotta be really really good, right? <laughs> yeah. So you end up going to school and you know doing all these stuff. So um, yeah, I'm more like I, I grew up doing like Legos, a lot of Legos oh, yeah. and stuff, and like you know a small project, and now it's like building houses is like Legos now. Does he? Uh, I would imagine he sings in French to your kids. Uh, no. And, um, yeah, Stella loves it, the piano. But no, she, he would be singing like Super Tram, and I grew up like Hotel California and like these <laughs> hits. Yeah, that's why I grew up too. Um, yeah, and Stella loves it. Oh, I mean, I kind of hope that Zach or Stella picks up, uh, you know, what he's teaching, and um, maybe piano. You know, that's normally where it starts. Just it's easy to read stuff, and um, so yeah, I think he's she's loving it right now. I'm yeah. in a band. I'm in a band. And I, you guys I, just got I, new lead singer. So we could have out. your dad come down nice. and join yeah. us for a gig. Yeah. March 4th yeah. is our next you know one. You know what? A couple guys. Carly could sing. Carly could sing well. So maybe we can well, get Carly. We can have him up too. Yeah, Carly could great. sing. Cameo I heard it. Yeah. So Sean Burke, the goaltending coach. Berkey, evidently yeah, plays Berkey some could guitar. play too. Yeah, he yes. could play too. So, yeah. so we're going to have a little side band. Yeah, the Misfit. Call it the Misfit. The Misfit. Opening act for double minor. There's copyright infringements here. There is a band called... The Misfits? The, there is. Yeah. Oh, oh, I right. mean, it is a pretty good name. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned your house, uh, the involvement that you had in, in building it back home. How, how how did that go? Yeah, I mean, like every project starts with the pressure from the wife, right? So uh, <laughs> I was I was getting a house built by a friend back home and COVID hit. Uh, and my daughter was born. Um, she wanted to go back home because we were going in that bubble. And obviously, she didn't have a house back home because it wasn't done because of COVID. So... I ended up taking a flight, went back home. So for three months, my only training was was building the house. So it was pretty much all framed up, uh, you know, window frame, nothing in the inside, no electrical. So just pretty much just the shell out of it. So I ended up doing pretty much everything. And when we left in, I think it was August or September, um, she was she was in there and the house was pretty much done. So yeah, it, it, all good projects starts with a pressure from from some kind of lady or something because you know we're kind of lazy. We're not doing it until you, it, yeah. you saved a ton of money. Um, yes, I did. Yeah, I did. I mean, uh, all the there was a lot of like late delays and stuff on materials, obviously with COVID. But uh, yeah. Um, before the, the price went up, you know, because after that, the wood was I crazy. just meant because you did the work yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. Of paying someone else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe like uh, 30, 40% out of it, which was uh, yeah, which was still pretty <laughs> Not nice. Not nothing. Yeah. Is, that, yeah. is that the most rewarding project? I mean, there's small projects, right? But like, yeah, it's a home for your family. Yeah. No, it was... Um, no, I mean, it was, yeah, it was great. It was one of the biggest, I mean, I kind of felt bad because I wasn't working out um, and we kind of didn't know what the season was going to start. And I was like, what, you know, what was going on, obviously. So I was, you know, normally I'm always in the gym and stuff and, you know, you could save money on building a house, but you better off, you know, be in the gym and scoring 20 goals. Um, it might be better, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, 
it's one of those projects. I mean, my dad came in actually trying to involve. He built his house when he was young, uh, but I think the code kind of changed a lot. Um, the building code. So uh, <laughs> my bro- my brother's a fireman too. Really helped me out because you know he's got all the codes and everything for the house and um, actually how to build it. Yeah. So you did the drywall, the electrical, the plumbing, yeah, floors. insulation. Yeah. You know, it's the worst. Is the wife would come in once uh, once a day and check up on the work. She was a supervisor. <laughs> oh my goodness, guys! Hate, just guys hated it. And like, I remember one time we. Just just end up tiling all the shower and she comes in and she's like I don't like it oh, I was like I no. don't care you picked it I installed it you picked it so we ended up the next day having to break everything down oh, and redo no. it that, yeah. that I don't care that lasted a long oh, time eh? about two right. hours yeah pretty much like yeah I'm not changing it <laughs> yeah, and right. you get home you're like alright but it was long day like like uh, I remember it would it'd be like the five, 5 to like 5 to 11 at night like it was really really long days because I knew we were going to go back on one plate plane and the family you know we knew the bubble was going to be kind of somewhere not five in the morning to 11 at night oh yeah it was long days i yeah we do have a few pictures and videos um oh yeah it was it was crazy days but kind of had to do it because we we didn't know once again so, for you. so you couldn't yeah. say to her uh if you'd like it change you can install it that wouldn't no, have gone over no no, no. would you and say you know that I, how long have you been married I, hey, Come on, Dave. One. I hated Jeez. it i hated it because you yeah. didn't even start with the you know coach would do that sometime with like the positive stuff like oh i really like that what you did there but she even she just walk in i don't like this this and this <laughs> and she'd leave I'm like oh, all right all right boys oh, start no. that again yeah she wear a hard hat uh, not even. Not she even. Walking eh? with the kid, and uh, you know, Stella was young. She walking with him, and be like, "All right." And a lot of them, she did the design. Like I'm not that good with that. That's yeah. all girl stuff, and so all the design stuff and where the lights goes and stuff. So she would, uh, but a lot of time, like that happened. The design don't work with the actual stuff, you know. Uh, but she didn't care whatsoever. So yeah. And it turned out well. It did. It did. It's I. I. I yeah. We absolutely love it uh, back there. So as soon as uh, season's done here, we uh, we go back there. Is it where? It, where is it? It's on Notre Dame de Lille Perot, which okay. is like it's like thirty minutes away from from like the Bell Center, which would be downtown. Yeah. Um, but I'm on the water, which I get like the you know the best of both world, and, and the gym's like twenty minutes away too. So um, normally, you know, people with Lake House kind of got have yeah. to go further yeah. out. So it's uh, it's it's great. And my dad's two minutes away, and my brother's like three minutes away. So everyone's on the, on the island now, and it's uh, yeah, it's a blast. Also, oh, fantastic. What's the fish of choice to catch? Well, I normally go for bass. I used to yeah, do bass yeah, tournaments yeah. and stuff, right? But now, uh, now with the wildlife boat, uh, it's more like a it's more like a family boat now, yeah. and all the friends. And I go I go at night because you know you fish walleye yeah, at yeah, night. Walleye. So so like I'll I'll put the kids down at like six thirty yeah. or seven, um, and I'll go right out there so that so the wife can tell me. Did you do big it's fish? a fishing yeah. day, you know. It's not a fishing day. <laughs> yeah. The kids are down. Like yeah. I was gonna stay home, right? So, <laughs> yep. Go to fry or do a deep fry after walleye. You know what? I don't keep a lot of them because of no. the Alaska trip. And spring, so that's another thing. Every year, when once I'm done, I go out there with the uh, you know for for a week with Jim there, our, our team doctor. Yeah, and tell us about that. Like yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah, so I, I we Jim has a boat up there. Doctor Detley, Doctor Jim Detling. Detling. Yeah, Jim Detley. Shane which and I is, know him. Yeah. Yeah, and he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he brings us. I mean, he's, he's a great guy. I mean, yeah. he, he runs like a sixty footer up there, and uh, we go out. We go out there, and I, I pretty much catch all my fish for the for the entire year. So salmon and halibut and lingcod and um, free. Um, you know, all the freezers full here and in in Montreal. So um, yeah, I don't have to buy fish all yeah. year. Yeah. So so you defrost some salmon, for yeah. example, and you've got a recipe that you're going to make. People are coming over. How how do you prepare it? Yeah, I I, lo- I love smoking it obviously it's i think it's one of the best way right uh if you do have time um 
yeah and it's they, they they do it professionally up there where you know it costs like a dollar to freeze uh freeze in and it's all professional so it's nice. in there and it could stay like up to two years so yeah um a lot of guys like it when i you know you're brine it for 24 hours and you end up smoking it and um yeah every time i do it petrol it's a long process and you know we're not home a lot so uh, it's more like a summer thing where you open up a beer and fire the smoker what kind of smoker do you have i got a weber here which is like the charcoal one yeah. which is you know you got to be beside it play yeah. with the vent right it's uh i might get the electric one um i've tried it a couple of times it's just not the same like the no. weber really like smoke it up and, yeah. it, and you could keep it colder the the other i think the trigger the yeah, the marty the marty has a trigger and I all that i think you have to keep at 200 yeah we like cooks the salmon kind of too quick i think sometimes so the the weber you could like smoke it like 12 hours yeah you grew I up have in a quebec sir go ahead no no i was just gonna say well you grew up in quebec canadians huge fan oh i mean that's the team we and used your to watch, guy right? was who I didn't have a guy. That's Not the, everyone's one guy. like, who did you look up? I, I just liked the game. Like, yeah. obviously, we didn't have that much, that much of a good team there. Much. I mean, a couple of years were really good. And like Kovalev and, and Koivu. Um, but I just watched any any game, right? Like, uh, you know, watching Crosby play was big. And, you yeah. know, I just I just liked hockey. I, you know, I didn't have one guy. So when you when they won it in 93, I wasn't you wouldn't even been no, around. No, yet, 94. So. so I wasn't even around. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 So it was tough playing them in the playoffs. was kind of weird a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, I did have a couple people. Uh, people down there really take their team um, personal, and uh, which is unfortunate because <laughs> now people know where I live back home. So I had a couple <laughs> incidents with the house, which is nice because really? I got I got camera that I installed was this after the series. No, in the series. So oh, during it. Yeah, yeah. Someone, uh, someone. Uh, how you say that politely? Someone took a leak in front of my door a couple times, and oh. it was on camera. So I remember we were on the plane with Holdy, with Holdy and Marty, and we were like at my camera live. The guy was taking a piss right out my door, and I was like, oh, "No, this is what we're looking for." Okay, it's not like, funny, but I can I laugh. Was, I was like, "So that was like a running gag for a while, right?" And we were like, "It's like, what do you do?" And like, "What do you do?" Like, call the cops. Someone's taking a leak in my door. So I, yeah, that was a that was a running gag. For Did a they while. catch him? You know what? He lives down my street. Oh. I know I'm not that kind of guy. Like I'm pretty quiet yeah. off the ice, so I'm not going to do anything. But the, but the wife wanted to take the picture, and obviously we yeah. have. All, you know, you have him fully naked, right? <laughs> and she wanted, she wanted to plaster it everywhere around, you know, oh where we God. live because it's a small. I've seen this guy. I, so small, I, love, I love your wife. She's fantastic. Oh, yeah, she is. She is great. What's her name? Uh, Caroline. What a fan. Yeah, she's and, uh, she's she, great. And you know what? Last night we were sitting in front of the house, and the guy walked by. He's got flip flop with socks. And she goes, man, that's him. Like, that's him. And I was like, you better not say nothing. Like, I, I, like, I don't want to get involved in this, right? But, so this uh, guy peed on your front door. Yeah. And he lives down He's the like 18 years old, live with and mom and dad. Never no, not yet. I know who it is. You know. If he listens it, to this if podcast, it wasn't he's my house, be like, oh, if no, it wasn't know. my house, it's kind of funny. You know? <laughs> I get it, right? I get that's it. why we think it's funny. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? It's not your house. I mean, like, you know, if it was Marty's house, I was a bit, that's funny. You know? yeah. But it's just my house that I built. Yeah. Oh, that sucks, man. Oh, like, bad. So, yeah. Socks and flip-flops. Yeah, that's socks and flip-flops. Yeah, that's oh, all that's I know. Great. We recognize him. He was wearing this Emmy. <laughs> Oh, you lived on the man. street, so I was like, "All right, let's let's keep it low." Did you have friends rooting for the Canadians against you, or are they rooting for you against the Canadians? Yeah, uh, well, one of my best friends that actually helped me out built the house, um, and I got him tickets for thank you for for the entire playoff. And at one time, he shows up with the Montreal jersey after I left him tickets. I was like, this, oh, this, no. this is terrible. Oh, no. this, this, uh, uh, never again. That's it, yeah, that's, it road. that's it for you. That's it for you. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. Montreal's so big, right down there. Yeah. When they won, there's like a, a riot outside. Right, we got caught there for a while. In the yeah, city. that's right. Yeah, yeah the we, city. We, we were locked in the arena yeah. for yeah, whatever, the city for a was while. going yeah. nuts, yeah. which is nice. No one went from my house that night. So <laughs> when I nice. when, when I was in Boston, they shook our bus after the game. Oh, and we had yeah. fans like lining up, shaking the van. bus. Yeah. And then in Van, when you guys won in yeah, Vancouver, that was different. Yeah, yeah set the city on fire. There were stories about that. That wasn't good. But yeah, Montreal. They Boston. I remember we beat them, and Cam Neely was like the president. And he, he was trying to get off the bus at people. I'm like, just, you know, because we're right out back of the Bell Center there, you know, yeah, where yeah. the bus would line up. And they're like, it's like a Canadian. I think it's a Canadian thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was the same in Winnipeg. Like when we played Winnipeg, we used to walk there, right? That, oh, yeah. That's yeah. Oh, my goodness, people. We walked yeah. back. After oh, my God. After game one, we walked back. Me and you to the Delta Hotel. Yeah, there was a few of us. Yeah, yeah, and people are yelling at us. Just, and, yeah, uh, it's like, all right. That's but you it's told just me just a game. I mean, you told me on that walk though. You you said the game was ten minutes longer. We would have won it, and they better be careful. Like you knew, you had a feeling you were going to win that series right then. Yeah, um, I, I feel like in the playoff, if you uh, um, you know, if you get one game on the road. Um, I think you're in good luck, you know, if you, you know, Washington, when, you know, that game coming back from that playoff, you know, they got one at home and next thing you know, you get two at home now for them and now it's, you know, it's three or one, right? So yeah. if you get, if you could win one on the road and take care of business at home, you're, you're well. Yeah. There's not a lot of you guys left, Will, the original misfits from year one, I, I guess maybe a two-parter for you. When you were, when you came here initially, I mean, I'm talking almost six years ago now, you thought what, and now all these years later, what's this been like to be part of this I call it the Vegas hockey experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, the team changed a lot, right? Um, I like that they push every year, right? They push to win. There's no uh, there's no rebuild. There's no, you know, there's no, all right, let's sacrifice this year for next year. It's always it's always pushing. They always try to put the best roster out there in the lineup. So it's it's been great. I mean, we uh, um, obviously last year was a little bit of a bummer there, but, you know, we can blame the injury and all that and, and everything that came with it. But, you know, normally guys are pushing and, and playing well and, um yeah it's kind of been catching up to that first year you know we're trying we're trying to get there and it's tough to get back to that spot where you know you have a chance to win you know we're only two games away um to win it right so we, we were trying we try hard to just you know get back to that and a playoff could be a little chance you know we hit montreal there price was hot and now you're you know pp was a little low for us and you're scrambling so you know once you're in the top four i think there's a little bit luck involved and um you know if we keep playing well i think it might fall for us when you found out you were coming here in 2017 you thought what back then oh that's a that was a young year right so after my first season in buffalo so i figured you know um have to you know make my, my spot back in the roster they, they had a bunch of guys so you know it comes back to you know the way i was playing they were looking more for a phys, you know physical fort line they were looking for anything on the you know the top nine you know type nine forward so that's how my role kind of ended up being that and you know playing with billy and nose and we kind of knew we, we were safe defensively but we, we could forecheck and you know play that seven to nine minutes a night for the team so um that was my role for a while and then obviously it kind of involved now and somewhere what it is now yeah. Your all-time favorite VGK teammate? All-time? I mean, Flowers got to be out there, right? Flowers is a great guy. March is a great guy, too. Um, Carl, I mean, we, we really had, a, you know, some great teams. You know, we guys were really tight, um, you know, especially that first year, right? Um, you know, Perry was there. Neeler was there. Um, 
And I think, you know, I think we got the feeling this year is a little bit the same. I think uh, we got a really tight group, but not that we got it, got away there the last couple of years, but, you know, you bring different guys in and, and sometimes it clicks, sometimes it doesn't. And, and the group of guys right now is uh, really clicking. And, you know, we, we, we slid a little bit on those loss, but like guys were still, you know, no one was, you know, unhappy or, you know, screaming after each other. Everyone was their head down. And you can tell in practice, every practice, everyone's chit-chatting and, you know, happy to be around, which I think is, um, is a big part. The trade deadline's coming. You just talk about how together you are. Chances are there's going to be somebody added. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's part of it, right? Um, and and you work hard to put the team on this, you know, on the place where the GM kind of has to make a, a move to to help the team out. And and you you need depth, you know, in playoff. Like you you can't be uh you can't be having one guy go down and now you're struggling, you know, to find a, anything. Um. So yeah, we are uh, working hard to put the you know have no chance for for him to make a move. And um you know start sliding and you start getting off of the playoff spot. You know sometimes you know the GM don't want to make a big move because you're like well don't know if they're gonna make it. So uh, you know this month's going to be real important for us to try to separate ourselves and get back to being the you know uh, number one in the pacific you mentioned flower did he call you to fix stuff too flower uh flower had to fix his car he had the chevelle uh once once or twice which i'd love to fix because i used to keep it all the time he asked for the keys he's like yeah sure soon i'll get it back uh he had the chevelle but yeah no flower was uh he was good. He's, just, he's a car guy, right? He loves yeah. car, right? He uh, he drives them fast, but I don't think he knows what's in in, in a car whatsoever. <laughs> he just likes to ride them fast. <laughs> yeah. You've evolved as a player, and I want to say you talked about. I know nutrition's become a big thing, and I know I love my steak. You don't eat. What are you? What is it considered? <laughs> I think it's pescatarian, right? Is Obviously, that what you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and when did that come? And how has he helped you? Kind of, I guess, help you improve, maybe. Well, conditioning. a couple guys were uh, vegan in Buffalo, so they had a chef there that that was there, like O'Reilly was, and you yeah. know, there's a lot of top guys. Um, and I tried it out. Obviously, I was a rookie, and they're like, "You want to try it out?" So I tried it out. Um, it was good, but it's kind of tough to keep your protein yeah. intake in just with the meal, yeah. especially on the road. Like yeah. not everywhere you can eat, and on the plane, right, and, yeah. and everywhere. So I kind of got fish back into it. Um, maybe a couple of years, maybe three three years ago. Um, and it's kind of well-balanced. Um, obviously, it's all the fish I catch. You know, it's, yeah. I know exactly where it's from, and it's fresh, and it's so um, – and, yeah, I mean – I mean, I've kind of, my dad giving me those genetics. I'm kind of, you know, I, I never had to be, you know, I was always the strongest or yeah. one of the strongest. So I never had to be in the gym and I, it's more like injury related, got a couple of injuries and I think it kind of helped. And, you know, I look at the the other one I had there a couple, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was supposed to be out. I think I'd still be out. Right. And I uh, came back pretty soon and feel like good right now. Yeah. Well, you have like, do you have a steak once a no. year or is it? No, no. I mean, if, if, uh, if sometimes, you know, it sometimes it happens where like, I'll have a soup and like, they, they didn't tell me or something. And it's like, and, and I'll get kind of sick out of it. So it yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not, yeah. I think my body's just not used to it no more. So I'll have to like, re maybe once my career is kind of done, I might, you know, go back to hunting and try to freeze, you know, the freezer with deers and stuff yeah. and maybe reintroduce it slowly. Yeah. Well, Will, this has been a great visit. Oh uh, we God. really appreciate it. Yeah. And if you could just leave your number yeah. if we need stuff fixed, <laughs> uh, that would be great. We won't make sure. a habit of it you know maybe what, once every two weeks. You know what the best thing is? is Players are competitive. We don't have – I don't know whether you give a helmet or a jacket after the game for, you know, 
player of the game, best podcast guest so far. Oh, if we had this something to present it. to you, if we, if we had any far, swag, apps, we'd give it to you. Nice. Fascinating. If we nice. had a tool belt, you would receive yeah. the tool belt. <laughs> give you the tool yeah, belt. my secret's kind of out these days, right? Uh, you know, I don't know. Now it's all out. There's a few interviews and stuff, yeah. and I think everyone knows. So uh, I think I'll be busy if I start putting a list <laughs> out there and a to-do list. I mean, they had a box for me last year Come on. to fix stuff in the room. And I think Marty, I think Marty, it's, it was like a request, but after I fixed like the sauna or so, I don't know. So they had like a request. I was like, let's not start that. Uh, let's not do that. Uh, that's you can great. see it knocking on Bill Foley's door. Bill, uh, here's the invoice for the, uh, for, the <laughs> sauna. for the, 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 the uh, fridge I fixed. Uh, the wine fridge. Fixed, uh, <laughs> got a little <laughs> bottle of Foley wine to be nice. You know, well, I, I've got to ask because, you know, we're talking about this and we're laughing about it, but to a man in that room, those guys respect the hell out of you. I mean, that's got to feel special. Yeah. I, I don't think it's the working part. I think it's the hard work on the ice night yeah, after night. Absolutely. Right? And, uh, yeah. you know, try to, try to, I mean, it only takes a couple guys and, and not that we got away from that, but, you know, sometimes we do. And, you know, uh, not every game could be perfect, but needs, if you put out work ethic, you know, the fan respects that. And that's what we're trying to bring. Just, just work ethic night after night. And then it gets big. And I think that's why the, you know, the boys respect. I don't, now they are starting to respect me because I fixed the sauna and a lot of guys are using it. So, Only yeah. adds to the legend. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone's using it these days. So, which is great. Will, thanks for this. Had a great year so far. Continued success. Thank you. That was William Carrier with us in studio 31. Coming up, we talk more about number 28, and then Zach Whitecloud on the dad's trip. This is SLGND, presented by the D Hotel. Catch the Golden Knights on their push to the playoffs with the Stretch Run Plan, available now at VegasGoldenKnights.com. Each plan comes with a ticket to three games in March and April, plus a VGK-branded bucket hat, with prices starting at $299. The Stretch Run Plan, available now at VegasGoldenKnights.com. Once again, here's Dave. Now that's something else. Wow. Sit with Will Carrier. You know, we've done this now. This is, what, year six? Yeah. And yeah. we kind of changed. I think we we wanted to freshen it up going into the season and make it just focus on one player. Yeah, longer. And a lot days, of that yeah. be not talking about hockey. Well, you could – we just talked well, to him for a long time about it mostly – not about hockey. Fascinating. He's one of those people that makes me feel bad about myself. And that's a good thing. But it, <laughs> go back to that first question. We talked about him scoring goals and not setting the bar too high. I think we just did that to ourselves with him as a guest. Yeah. And, and, and I hope that – and I see, I it just – it makes me feel bad about myself because I can't yeah. fix anything. <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. But if you have guys like him – you don't need to be able to oh. fix that. Yeah, I mean, the whole team calls him up to fix stuff. Yeah, the, the the story that was in the Review Journal that Ben Goats wrote. This was back on February third. The headline was "Meet the Golden Knights' Most Interesting Man in the World," and credit to Ben, he got some of the stories in that uh, we touched on here with Will. But there's just little pieces, and you know, we each I think brought in some of our own interactions with Will over the course of the last six years, and we sort of teased some of that out more so from you know a fire alarm at Marcheseau's house to a walk in Winnipeg and so on. There's, I mean, I and I, I say this honestly, I think there's even more there. But there oh, were other yeah, things yeah. that we didn't even get to. It goes to trust level too. Like when he yeah. arrived here, he would never have sat down and felt that open, and uh, yeah. he's known all four of us for for six years and uh that makes uh that makes for a different uh, it makes for a difference he's uh he's an original golden knight and an original person yeah and you think about what he's done this year in terms of uh a career type oh. season but you know when he walks in before we started the show he was joking well you know i've never been on the podcast before this is what happens when yeah. you start to score <laughs> now all of a sudden 
you mean, guys, you you four dopes want to talk to yeah, me. And you yeah. mentioned re- respected in that room, and it is. Yeah. It's because of what he, the way he approaches the game. Yeah, it's great he's getting the goals, but he hasn't changed his game. No. Yeah. He's, he's added a little bit more skill to it. He's built his game over the years. Obviously, that's what you want to do. You want to evolve as a player. You want to get better each and every year. But when you look at it, his foundation of his game has been his commitment to work and the consistency of his work ethic day in, day out, game in, game out. And that's that's what guys just – you cannot help but be drawn into someone like that. It'd be fascinating to see where he goes. And I don't want to compare him to anyone, but like Rick Tockett came to the NHL. Mike Keenan wanted him to fight and to fight only. And he was pigeonholed like that for a long time. 18 Gordie Howe hat tricks leads the NHL all time in that category. But he became a scoring threat, still fought, and, you know, really changed and evolved as a player. You wonder where the ceiling is with Will Carey. I, I think he can be, a, he, you know, he's going to be close to 20. I think yeah. that that's going to be a range from now, especially yeah. if he's going to play with the guys he is yeah, now, exactly. right? And that he can because he skates well, number one. He brings something to that line when you have – you throw any two skilled guys with him, you've got to have somebody that's going to be that first forecheck, that's going to be that net presence that opens up room for those skilled players. And that's why I think he's such a great fit in the top nine, the top set, whatever it be. And yeah. the trickle-down effect it's old. had, right? Yeah. That, you know, yeah. he can he's scoring more, plays in the top nine now. Howden comes back. He jumps into what Carrier's spot was on that fourth line. But a lot of that, you know, if Carrier, you know, you mentioned a chain, he could have 20, he could have 25. Already. Already. But he does have 14. But his ability now to kind of crack into the top nine, Howden comes back, and he, it, it's been a seamless, his ability to play higher up has had, you know, had an effect not only on one line, but on two lines. But, uh, yeah, what a, what a great visit to uh, spend some Fantastic. time with Will Carrier. This is SLGND, presented by the D-Hotel. When the Golden Knights hit the road, check out the team's official watch parties. The next is Monday, February 27th at Nacho Daddy in Henderson. Enjoy food and drink with the VGK cast as you watch the Golden Knights face the Avalanche in Denver. It's February 27th at Nacho Daddy in Henderson. We wrap up today's show with Zach Whitecloud and one last look at the dad's trip, including a curling excursion in Minnesota. I think my dad had done a little bit of it. Uh, growing up but he's got the bad knees eh? so he uh he had to walk the the rock out and, and push it but it seems like every rock was hitting the hitting the dot there so he uh i think it was myself and and petro uh and his uh, brother-in-law there and then versus martinez and um frank and then smitty and his dad so we, we ended up having a good match there and, and played a couple ends and then we went uh, young guys versus old guys and the old guys beat us again so um no, it seemed like everyone had a had a good day. Uh, you know, everyone in the organization pretty much was there. That was that was on the road, so that was that was pretty cool. I think for the dads to kind of get to meet everyone, you know, coaches and um, you know GMs and, and and all that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, from what I heard, dads had a good time. You know, had some drinks, had some laughs, and uh, they made a good trip out of it. Will you tell us about your dad? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a quiet guy, but he uh, you know I think once you get him you know in in amongst the group and. Uh, get him chatting a little bit. Uh, you know, he likes to have fun. He likes to be around the boys. And um, you know, it's, that's this is our first father's trip. Uh, you know, when I when I got called up, uh, the year COVID hit, um, the team had already done their father's trip. You know, prior to to that, uh, and then obviously COVID hit. So it had been I think three and a half years since you know the team was able to do one. And, and uh, you know, for him and I to be able to to be able to share that. And you know, obviously just 
you know, go through a road trip, get on the plane, food, um, get on the road in the hotels and, and kind of, you know, just see what life is like on the road and uh, going into visiting teams' buildings. I think, you know, it was an eye-opening experience for him, just, you know, kind of getting to see it firsthand. So, um, you know, those are moments that, you know, you're going to remember for the rest of your life and, you know, hopefully he does too. And, um, you know, my dad's a, um, you know, a diehard hockey fan and always has been. And he taught me to love the game the way I do. And, um, you know, you may not get a chance to play this game tomorrow, so enjoy it every single day. And, uh, you know, having him as a constant reminder of that, you know, same way with my mom. My mom, you know, told, taught me the same way. You may not have this tomorrow. So uh, go out and do everything you can today. Have fun. Uh, play the game for what it was meant to be played as is for fun. And, um, you know, obviously it is, again, it is a job for us. And uh, we have to, you know, obviously win every single day. But, um, you know, having those dads on the trip and, and seeing how much fun they had, just being around the guys, getting to talk to different guys, talk to different people, experience new things. It, it's a constant reminder that, you know, you, you got to enjoy it every single day and have fun with it. Well, you t talk about taking it for granted. I mean, you just come back from missing 21 games. I mean, I, I, you were on the road to recovery, but you know, you almost didn't get to play. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I mean, you, you missed that time and you come back. seemed like you were chomping at the bit. And so to not take for granted the fact that you came back in time for your dad to watch you play after missing a couple of months. Yeah, I, well, you know, once I got my, uh, my results back from, from the MRIs and, and meeting with, uh, you know, our doctors and stuff like that and kind of going over the plan moving forward, um, you know, the timeline that they laid out, we looked ahead in the schedule and kind of laid things out. This is what you got to do and this is what we can aim for. And, you know, I had that father's trip, you know, circle on my calendar. And, um, you know, it was a challenge within itself to make sure that, you know, I took care of myself. I was, you know, looking after my body, obviously looking after my leg, making sure I was doing the right things, letting it heal, um, you know, taking the recovery process day by day and making sure that I was doing everything I could to, you know, make sure I was ready to come back, you know, when I was able to. Um, and, you know, I came back at the right at the point where we were aiming for. And, um, you know, I give credit to, you know, a lot of credit to our, our training staff. Obviously, they took, you know, a huge, huge amount of care with, you know, my leg and, and uh, you know, helping me through the process because I think, you know, you ask every hockey player, they're impatient in terms of injuries. Um, you know, so is everyone else outside of hockey, but you just want to get back and play. Obviously, you miss the guys. You miss, you know, playing in front of crowds that, you know, we have here at T-Mobile. And um, and then, you know, obviously last, you know, just being able to experience that with my dad. Um, that was something that, you know, I was definitely shooting for, but making sure at the same time your health comes first. And, and that's a tough thing to process, right? You, you, For the first father's trip for my dad and I, you don't want to miss that. But at the same time, you don't want to miss another X amount of days because you're trying to rush things. Um, so again, taking the right steps, precautionary steps, and making sure that you look after yourself, um, you know, have the right goals in mind, do the right things, uh, and all that led to you know being able to share that fathership with my dad. So, um, you know, eight weeks doesn't seem like a long time to to a lot of people, but you know, obviously, when you're you're spending four weeks of it on crutches and you know not being able to move around, it you know, time time goes by super slow. It feels like it's 48-hour days, and, you know, the weeks seem like months. And that's part of what <laughs> we we sign up for, right? That's part of it. And um, no matter how many times you go through it or how mature you go through the process, it never gets easier. That was Zach Whitecloud with me on Sunday prior to the night's win against Anaheim. For full interviews, highlights, and more, visit soundcloud.com slash Knights. And join us next time on SLGND. Presented by the D-Hotel.